right, 4 o'clock hour here on Hockman and Crowder. Now, I will begin with today's stock market report. Mm-hmm. Sponsored by Anna Jar and Levine, accident attorneys. Call 1-800-747-FREE. That's 1-800-747-3733. Today, of course, last day of January. Means tomorrow's first day of February. But <laughs> the market closes today its best January in four years. Gotta so, make up for last year, baby. That's right. So Dow Jones was up today 370 points. S&P 500 up 59 points. And the NASDAQ up 191 points. So very good day and a very good month on Wall Street. Solana, you have started every hour saying Vic Fangio news. There is none. Go ahead and ask me again. Your headlines are driven by the new Palmetto Ford Truck Supercenter. Why buy your truck at a car store? Palmetto Ford, we know trucks. Hawk, is there an update on Vic Fangio? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> huh? Well, how about this tweet from Mike Garofolo from NFL Network? The 49ers have requested permission to speak to Steve Wilkes for their defensive coordinator position. Source says he's still under contract with the Panthers. That's good for the Dolphins. Perhaps, or could be a Rooney Rule thing. Yeah, that's true, too. He is a black guy, Hawk. He is a black guy. I can (laughs) confirm that. (laughs) Yep, and they... You know what? The Dolphins brought in. We keep making a joke, but it's a black dude. I play with Chris Richard. He's a, he's a young black defensive oh, coordinator. Oh, now he's just dropping around. Oh, I played with uh, played with Chris Richard. I mean, you yeah. learned it from Solana. I don't know if this Fangio thing is coming through. I got to sneak in the door with this Richard. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, if, if, it's, if, it's, if it's a legit interview and not the Rooney Rule, maybe the 49ers, you know, are feeling the heat. And they're like, hey, let's make sure we keep our options open as well. Oh, anyway, if they if they are, you know, maybe they're not the Niners keyed in on Vic Fangio. I, uh, who knows? But that is a little. So I don't know if that constitutes any news in the Vic Fangio arena. But there you go. It's it's a little tidbit, you know. Sometimes you got to take a scrap. Let me give y'all a little hint, a little secret. They can interview seven hundred and forty-two guys if they want to. Mm-hmm. Means nothing. People pointing out that CBS for Miami has tweeted out less than 30 minutes ago. Source, Miami Dolphins hire Vic Fangio as defensive coordinator. Um, That's just an old story. I believe CBS 4 probably had that in their tweet deck ready to go on Sunday. Or they're just getting around to it now. I mean, listen, it's CBS 4. I mean, they got Goldie and then Bo Camper and... I mean, you know, Gugno. So they got, they got Bo running their social. <laughs> His big ass fingers don't know. Very what possible, is. yeah. Very possible that Kimbo Campers running CBS Four social media account. They're getting around to it now. And if you don't like it, I'll punch you in the face. I did break on this show that Kimbo Camper has TikTok downloaded on his iPhone. I don't know if he uses it. Right. I don't know if he's ever made a video. I just know he no. has it on his iPhone. I think we came to the conclusion on the show as well. He thought that was a app with a clock. 
Right. And I can guarantee you, without ever having seen it, followed him, whatever, he has not made a video. Mm -hmm. I'm confirming he has not made it. I'm more certain that Kim Camper has not made a TikTok video than I am Steve Wilkes is black. And I am pretty certain that he's black. <laughs> Solana, did he ask you how to set the alarm on this thing? He's, uh, he's asked me for a couple uh, suggestions on his phone. The, the, the Dolphins broadcasters aren't, aren't too tech-savvy, to say the least. <laughs> right. I mean, let's do a Mount Rushmore. The Dolphins broadcasters are who? Jimmy Cephalo, Kim Bocamper, and Joe Rose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like, all of them are like, all right, set your TikTok for tomorrow because the uh, team plane is leaving. Did your TikTok go off? No, no. <laughs> Hell, combine their 280 or something, right? Goodness gracious. <laughs> Um, let's, uh, start the four o'clock hour with headlines. First, let's do a little cat talk because, uh, it's all-star week and you got all-star, uh, action for the NHL. So let's do a little cat talk here, Solana. Hockey fans, don't sit this one out when it's game time. Make Celsius a part of your play and get that energy up. Game day is fueled by Celsius Essential Energy Drinks, the official energy drink of the Florida Panthers. Tomorrow, Florida Panthers to host Coral Springs Hockey Festival and Alumni Game. That is at the Panthers Ice Den. And you can get all the details. Again, there is stuff every day this week. You can get all the details floridapanthers.com slash all-star. There are myriad ways for you to get involved in the all-star action, the all-star festivities, and feel uh, part of it because, again, it doesn't come down very often. So uh, if you want details, just go to floridapanthers.com slash all-star. There's your cat talk. Hockey fans, don't sit this one out. When it's game time, Make Celsius a part of your play and get that energy up. Game day is fueled by Celsius Essential Energy Drinks, the official energy drink of the Florida Panthers. Let us get to the rest of the headlines here with Alejandro Solana. Not much else going on. The Heat do play the Cavs tonight. That's a 7 p.m. tip-off in the land. All right, we'll give you some 15 minutes of heat in the next segment. And tonight, Canes Hoops, they'll play Virginia Tech. That's a 7 p.m p.m. start time all right Kane's hoops game can be heard on 104.3 FM HD2 with Joe Zagaki see if there's a line for tonight's Kane's game Kane's are three and a half point favorites I like it on the Kane's I like the Kane's yeah. all right that game is televised on ESPN you if you want to watch it you know what? I've seen a lot of Kings games recently. Once they got ranked, I've watched them on TV all over the nation. Um, we are trying, and, and I think it's going to happen, we are trying to do our show Monday from the Watsco Center for Canes and Duke. That'll be fun. The Canes football team, by the way, they have their schedule released last night. Here are their home games. Open up Friday. September 1st versus Miami of Ohio. One would assume that'll be a night game. (laughs) No, 8 (laughs) a.m. 
I mean, they're doing the spring game on a Friday. Maybe they should uh, open the regular season on a Friday morning game. Texas A&M is their next home game. Then Bethune-Cookman, Georgia Tech, Clemson, Virginia, and then they close out their regular season home schedule on November 18th. They host Louisville. The uh, away games, they're at Temple, they're at North Carolina, they're at NC State, at FSU, and at Boston College to end the season. Their uh, final four games all in November, three of them are on the road. That's going to be the run to make it to a bowl game, fellas, just to... I would think so. Yeah, it's tough. That's a tough schedule, man. It is. You got to get to six wins, right? So Miami of Ohio. Do you know anything about them? Ohio, they're up there. Yes, that uh, I've got that. I've got the Steve Wilkes thing. I've got the Kimbo Camper news. Those <laughs> things I'm pretty, uh, I'm pretty certain of. Uh, I'm assuming they'll be a favorite, a, a big favorite against Miami of Ohio. But again, they were against Middle Tennessee. But that that starts the season. Then they've got Texas A&M. So let's just let's go one and one there okay then they've got bethune cookman so let's go two and one yes then they're at temple remember we we stole uh manny diaz back from temple remember he was going there oh no was it manny diaz yeah it was manny diaz manny diaz um you should be able to beat temple so three and one Mm -hmm. after the temple game then georgia tech Uh uh-oh Okay, let's go three and two, just for bleeps and giggles. Mm-hmm. Then at North Carolina. Hmm. Okay, let's say three and three, but I mean we're just we're just spitballing here. Then they've got Clemson. <sighs> four and three. So they're three and four at that point. Then Virginia, first team to score a touchdown wins in that game. They're not going to do that again. <laughs> So let's say they beat Virginia. Five. What do, what do I have now? Four and four. Four and four. Four and four. Then they're at NC State. That's tough. <sighs> yeah, NC State's a tough one. Four and five. Then they're tough. at FSU. That's a butt whooping. Four and six. Then they've got Louisville at home. They could bring it together late in the season, figure things out. Five and six. Now you got to win your final game. You're on the road at Boston College. It's going to be cold. It's the Friday after Thanksgiving. Going to be cold and full. All right. Don't let us down, Mario. (laughs) (laughs) You know what it is? It's North Carolina. It's Clemson. It's one of you have to beat one of those ACC teams that we don't think you can beat. Mm -hmm. That's the trick. And you better take care of Miami, Ohio, and uh, Temple. Oh, you because you're really them. off the rails if that doesn't happen. We're in trouble, guys. Uh, sticking with college football, did you see something I didn't get to yesterday? Stetson Bennett from Georgia. He was arrested for public intoxication in Dallas over the weekend. Yeah, I did. I did. I like when the older gentlemen are out there drinking. It's always uh, it's always fun to me. <laughs> Isn't that a 21 year old thing? He's 36. I thought you get over drinking by that age. 
Um, so National Tater Tot Day is coming up later this week, I believe on oh. Thursday. On mm-hmm. Thursday, but I saw someone tweet out that uh, tater tots should be more uni- universally um, available. You know, it's like it's the rare place where you can order a tater tot. Hooters has tater tots. Mm-hmm. Um, bowling alleys. <laughs> I don't I know. There's say. not a lot of places that have them, but uh, people always love them. I was going to try to help you out, but I don't remember the name. But to your point. Recently, I ordered some Uber Eats and I saw tater tots, and it jumped to the top of the list. What a weird thing! It's like you see tater tots on a menu, and you go, "I gotta have those." And I don't. Why are they not more universally available, Solana? Are they more expensive than a traditional potato because they have to be coated with something? They have to be uh, cut in a barrel fashion. <laughs> 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 I'm, to come up with, I'm trying to come up with a reason. You know, you have to cut them in this barrel fashion. I think they're coated with some sort of coating. Uh, is, is there a reason that, you know, you, you just can't get tater tots at places? I don't know. Are they coated with something or are they just fried as a, as a regular potato would be, as a regular French fry would be? They always have a different coating than a French fry, right? I mean, it's a markedly different coating than a French fry. And so I'm, like, I always assume that they're dunked in some sort of batter or something. And what holds them together in that form? They're, they're minced up potatoes. Some got to hold them together in a little barrel form. Right. Solana. So that's got to be the, the, the batter. Okay. Yeah. I guess, I guess I never put two and two together. It is a good question by you, though, Hawk, because... Everybody loves a good tater tot, right? Like, who doesn't love a tater tot? But aren't, I would say, I disagree. I just told the story. I ordered some recently. But don't they come off as kiddish? Like, nobody's getting a, yes. no, nobody's getting a tomahawk steak with tater tots. Yes. It's a strange thing. Why do we consider tater tots to be a child, more childlike meal than a regular French fry? It is an odd thing. But, yeah, it's like... Because if you have young kids and you do see tater tots on a menu, you're always like, oh, Billy, they've got tater tots. Yeah. But you would never say that, you know, if I'm out with, now Dr. Chuck might say it because he likes the, the frost at yourself cupcakes <laughs> and all the, the kids stuff. But if I'm out with you, I wouldn't say to you, hey, Channing, they've got tater tots. Ooh, want to share an order? Get a large. Right. Yeah. Yeah. For children, but I hate. Anyway, I hate did you this. have a story attached to this, Solana? I did. You know, this actually goes right with your point. Credit Domino's because they're officially adding loaded tots to their national menu next month, just in time for the Super Bowl. It looks like. Mm. Loaded Interesting. Tots. Loaded tots. So they're just going to put a bunch of uh, pizza toppings on tater tots, and I'm guessing they're going to be using like Orita tater tots and they're going to throw some pizza toppings eh, i don't know little leery but you were just clamoring for for more places to have tater tots available not necessarily dominoes i wasn't really thinking of dominoes little leery That's all i'm saying <laughs> i go into this with my head on a swivel That's all i'm saying <laughs> But to, to your point, I was thinking about it the other day. I was in the mood for loaded nachos. I wanted loaded nachos. 
So I went. I was in Doral City Place, went to the improv, and there was a bar there. I won't name the bar, but it's a very popular bar, and it's kind of like an upscale bar, if you will. They didn't have loaded nachos on their menu. Shouldn't every bar have nachos on their menu? Like, if you're a bar, there's sports TVs everywhere, they're showing mm. the Lakers-Celtics game, and your entire menu is cheeseburgers and, you know, all, all the normal bar food. Shouldn't nachos be... But they had no nachos at all? No or nachos. Or did they have, like, queso and chips? They, I think they had uh, spinach dip, but no mm. loaded nachos on their menu. If you're a bar, you got to have loaded nachos, right? Hmm. I think Hawk kind of hit it. I think you just need one chip option. I don't know. Right. I don't know about Anything that. Anything nacho chip could be a, uh, yeah, it could be, you know, salsa, could be uh, guacamole, it could be queso and chips, some, some sort of chip option. Loaded nachos, preferable, but some sort of chip option. I disagree. I think you should have loaded nachos. You should have chips and salsa available. Everybody likes chips okay. and salsa, but you you should have loaded nachos available. That's that right. that's like that's like the best shareable appetizer for a big table. Loaded nachos. No, I don't. I, I don't like my chips mm. covered already. I like my chip to be dipped. I like the spinach. I like the queso. The nacho. Like I don't like that big soggy ass thing in the middle of that plate. I can't do it. I love that. I love having to eat the middle part with a fork. Mm -hmm. There is not much greater mm -hmm. pleasure on the planet than forking the middle of the loaded nachos. And you come in, you got the lettuce and the beans and the cheese, and you might even get a chip in there. <laughs> That's yeah. the best part. That's the best part when the oh, cheese has made is. one of the chips so soggy, but there's a chip oh. under that you can just kind of scoop it so out with. Great. Oh, it's so, so great. If they good. could make the whole order like that, I mean, you'd have a gold mine, Jerry. And beans. Who wants beans? Oh, that's a big part of the loaded nachos. Beans. A bean? Yeah, don't call it loaded nachos if you don't have beans in there. Mm -hmm. Beans. That's right. Beans. <laughs> All right. So when is uh, Tater Tot Day? Uh, Thursday, I believe. Thursday. All right. Well, maybe we'll have to work after all Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> Just gave me something to replay with Dono. That was perfect. Uh, your weather from the Demesman and Dover Law Firm, youraccidentattorneys.com. Free consultations. Call them 24-7-866-954. More. Mostly sunny today. It's around 80 degrees in South Florida. Tonight, your lows will drop into the lower 70s. That is your weather. All right. Just see here. Josina Anderson tweets out, just missed this text and check my phone. I'm told the 49ers are planning not only to talk to Steve Wilkes, as Mike Garofolo reported, but also in discussions to interview Commander's defensive backs coach Chris Harris and Vic Fangio, according to league sources. So, Josina Anderson seems to be making it official that it's not just a little hullabaloo here in Miami making the assumption that Vic Fangio is up for the Niners job. She's saying they are going to interview him. And does it change anything? Yeah. He, he's looking around. He's looking around.
Hmm. I might be going over to Solana's side. <laughs> Set a deadline. Set a deadline. Yeah, we'll we'll deadline. we'll keep our word. Set your TikTok for a certain time and tell them to answer when that goes off. Um. All right. Fifteen minutes of heat is uh is coming up in the next segment. Unfortunately, this is the Hawk and Crowder show. Too many steps. Hawk and Crowder. I met a guy recently who told me that he spends roughly $250,000 a month. I talked to another person recently who made $50 million at the age of 30. What do you do with that money? How do you spend it? How do you not spend it? What do you invest in? If you meet a rich person, these are questions everyone wants to know, but you're too embarrassed to ask. That's the whole premise of MoneyWise. We talk to real people who have made a significant amount of money, and we ask them all about their finances. My name's Sam Parr, and the podcast is called MoneyWise. That's one word, MoneyWise. You can find MoneyWise wherever you get your podcasts. Wow. I'm just seeing here, there's, there's a bunch of breaking NFL news, but I'm, I'm watching ESPN, and I see D'Amico Ryans agrees to a six-year deal to be the Texans head coach. Ooh. I thought it was a big deal when they gave someone five years, and I can't remember who it was. Who got five years? Was it Mike McDaniel that got five it was, years? It was recent. It might have been McDaniel with five. And now D'Amico Ryan's six-year deal. So that this obviously is where the whole Vic Fangio thing becomes a little more complicated. So, Solana, what do we know now? Because there's other head coaching news as well. Yeah, it's a busy last couple minutes here. The Saints and Broncos just finalized the deal on compensation. Sources say the Saints get a first-rounder and an early pick, likely a second-rounder. This is from Ian Rappaport, by the way, his Twitter account. But they also give a pick back. So it's a complex deal he tweets, but it's done. Sean Payton will be the next Broncos head coach. So Sean Payton, we know, still the the Saints owned his rights. Yeah. So if he was going to go head coach somewhere else, there was going to be compensation involved. We know now that a deal is in place. So now all the the pieces start to fall. So you've got Sean Payton going to the Broncos. You've got D'Amico Ryans going to the Texans. Mm-hmm. The question is, where's Vic Fangio going? <laughs> That's the one we're concerned with. <laughs> but that, You know what? It is great for Russell Wilson. Um, yeah, I would say so, right? I mean, amazing for him. It's, a, it's certainly Payton. better than uh, Nathaniel. Yes, Nathaniel. He was doing the young, the smaller quarterback, older quarterback. I don't want to say he is Drew Brees, but they're very similar now in their in their careers. Like this could get him back on track, Russell, to where he was before, because this year he lost a lot of respect on the field. All right, so uh, things are happening. Things are happening in the world of the NFL. Is it bad news for the Dolphins? That remains to be seen. Is it? You say it's good news for Russell Wilson, and I'm, I agree with you. Obviously, he gets a better head coach, but is it worth it for the Broncos? I mean, they gave up a ton of future draft picks to go get Russell Wilson. Now you're giving up, and it didn't work out. I mean, he wasn't great yeah, last yeah, year. Yeah, but that's, that's why you do it, though, because you gave up so much. Like, you're so deep in already. <laughs> you know, this is standing at the craps table. You're down $2,300, and you go, all right, another $200 buy. And you go, really? You're going to put another $200? I'm only down $2,300. What's the difference <laughs> if it's $2,300 or $2,500? I'm either going to turn this into a winning night or I'm, I'm going down with the ship. So I, yeah, they like 
They certainly can't bring in another first-time head coach because that just, didn't work out. Look, D'Amico Ryans. I think he's a great mind, young coach. I think he'll be good in a couple years. Do you want to take a couple years to figure out this coaching thing when you have Russ on the line for a quarter billion dollars? You had to bring in a big name, Solana. Yeah, but if this doesn't work, you've only set your franchise back another Mm season, like two more seasons. And to your point about the craps analogy, while, yes, they've already gone in as much as they have, it's not just another $1,000. It's potentially another year or two of a franchise. Like, that is a big deal. You just gave up another first-rounder, I believe. Yeah, but uh, my my point is, in other words, what you're saying is you're so far in on Russell Wilson, hedge your bet – when it comes to the head coach. And I'm like, you can't do that. You're so far in. There's no more hedging of your bets. You are all, you know, it's pushing your stack in. And then and then you take like three chips off. It and go, <laughs> I'm all in except for these three chips. Eh, it doesn't matter at that point. Um, let's do 15 minutes of heat here because uh, we're already about 20 minutes late on it. Give me a big open for uh, 15 minutes of heat. Ladies and gentlemen. Fifteen minutes of heat presented by Broward Health. Broward Health celebrating 85 years of service to our community. Then, now, forever, Broward Health. You want to know the lines or you want to hear an Ask Ira question? Or would you like to fit in both? Let's get both in. All right. I like this uh, this question because it's what we talked about yesterday about the heat. And then we had Clay Ferrero on for 15 minutes of heat. And we talked about this as well. Somebody writes into Ira Winderman at the Sun Sentinel, it might be time to blow this thing up. Mediocre at best. Now, that's the conversation we were having with Solana, right? Where we're like, he's like, no point in blowing it up. But I was saying, you don't give away. Like, that, like to me, blowing it up is not even on the table. Yeah. It's finding. So this is what Ira says. The notion of blowing up means trading those perceived as the team's leading men. I don't see that happening with Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo, and Tyler Hero. And with all due respect to Kyle Lowry, any move beyond Butler, Adebayo, or Hero would still leave the Heat with the same core. And that's not necessarily a bad thing either, even taking into account Sunday's disaster in Charlotte. Subtle upgrades could still produce tangible change. For example, if you find an answer at Power Forward, that also allows Caleb Martin the opportunity to again energize the second unit. Win-win. And if you add a three-point shooter who actually makes three-pointers, then the rest of your two-point offense doesn't get quite as bogged down. So something even subtle with the contracts of Dwayne Dedman or Duncan Robinson could still result in a net gain. You know what's amazing there? To read if you can find a three-pointer, three-point shooter, when you've got Duncan Robinson and Max Struess on the bench. Shows you how, you know, ebbs and flows. Like, I mean, Duncan Robinson, we're being talked about as Steph Curry, and now we're saying, you know, if they only had a three-point shooter, and I understand he's he's injured, but if they only had a three-point shooter that could actually hit three-pointers, and you're like, Wait a second. I thought Max Struess was the next guy. I thought Duncan Robinson yeah. was that guy. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, anyway, and that's, 
They paid him all that money to be that guy. So it was mm-hmm. to Pat to Pat and Spoh's thought process. They had this team built to win until those guys don't perform. Okay, let me just follow it up before you talk, Solana, then, with the next question to Ira Winderman at the Sun Sentinel because it's about Pat Riley. Isn't the real reason the Miami Heat are struggling is bad personnel decisions by Pat Riley. Their roster has more undrafted players than any other team in the NBA. Draft picks have been traded away, and ridiculous contracts have been given to players who don't deserve them. Kyle Lowry? Really? And the Heat shouldn't expect undrafted talent to perform at consistently high levels. Yet, they are forced to rely on players like Duncan Robinson, Max Struess, Caleb Martin, and Gabe Vincent, who simply don't have the talent to be starters. You build a team through the draft, not by overpaying for aging free agent veterans. That's true. Kind of what you're saying there, because now you're saddled with some big contracts. But this is what Ira says, and it is a good point. And it's something that Heat fans need to remember. Fine. But your last four first-round picks have been Bam Adebayo, Tyler Hero, Precious Achua, and Nikola Jovic. The Heat certainly got it right with Bam and Tyler, and Precious lately has been playing well for the Raptors. Plus, Nikola has displayed the possibilities of growing into something special. Have there been missteps? Sure. The Kyle Lowry trade so far has paid about a half season's worth of dividends. But other than Duncan Robinson, it's not as if the presence or contracts of Max Struess, Caleb Martin, or Gabe Vincent have held the Heat back. In fact, those are the type of value contracts that teams covet. Again, the Heat were in the 2020 NBA Finals and within a game of last season's NBA Finals. That is still an impressive run, and with this season's story still yet to be fully told. That's the only thing. I I kind of agree, and you said it, you know, Pat Ryland, you get these contracts. Truth of the matter is, if you do look at it in totality, they were in the NBA Finals in 2020. They were a half a second away from going to the NBA Finals last season. And these undrafted free agents, while you go, okay, you're relying on them and you really shouldn't have to, the truth is they have been unbelievable finds. So you can kind of yin and yang both sides of what the, the, the way that they've approached, but it's hard to argue with the results. Eastern Conference Finals Game 7 and the NBA Finals in 2020. Riley's success is his worst nightmare. Because we have the big three, they leave, we think, uh-oh, here we go. We're going to be a normal basketball town. You go to the damn finals, and then you're one Jimmy Butler shot away from going again. Now we're sitting at 500, and there goes the season. Pun on the season. He, he's, cre- he's created a monster with these Heat fans. Three in, in a span of 20 years, three appearances to the finals with three different cores, three championship contending teams, with three different cores, and people want to question Pat Riley, I I really think it's ridiculous. You can question specific moves. That's fine. Duncan Robinson's a good example, right? You paid him $18 million a year, whatever it is, to be Steph Curry, to be one of the premier three-point shooters in the NBA, and over the past two seasons, he hasn't been. That's fair, but the season that the Heat gave him that money, he was the best three-point shooter in the NBA outside of Steph Curry's. Like, you you can't take away what he did You can criticize the move now, but I think most people at the time were fine with it because of what Duncan showed us in 2020. Um, I I really think 
what Ira said there in the first response and what Clay said, I believe it was yesterday, it's a fair criticism and a fair point of view to have, which is the example Clay gave where the Heat went and they didn't trade for another superstar. They added Jay Crowder, they added Andre Iguodala, and they added Solomon Hill, and that was enough to make them contenders. That was enough to really fill the holes, the gaps they needed to go and improve the roster. I think that's what the Heat should be doing right now. It's finding those uh, those puzzle pieces to fit in to help them get the three-point shooting that they're desperately lacking. They went from the best three-point shooting team last year to one of the worst this season. That's what they're missing. It's not another superstar that's unattainable with what you have on your roster right now at this very moment. And every Heat fan um, that that is yeah. expecting, they've heightened their expectations to go land a whale before February 9th, they're just – I, I mean, it, it's it doesn't look possible. It just you're hasn't. deluding yourself because you it's it's almost impossible with their assets. Yeah, I'm with you, Solana. We need Solomon Hill back. I love the fact that we've had two Solomon Hill references two days in a row on this show. <laughs> Solo. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, there's uh, there's breaking NFL news, and obviously we will be following that. Um, the Heat tonight. Solana will be on the air at 5.45 with preheat. The Heat are four-point underdogs in Cleveland tonight. Donovan Mitchell over under on points is 24.5 for Cleveland. Darius Garland is 21.5 for the Heat. Jimmy Butler over under is 20.5. Bam Adebayo is at 20.5 as well. Tyler Hero is at 19.5. And uh, three-point field goals made for Tyler Hero is two and a half. So there you go. Some things to think about. We don't have to come up with any uh, mm-hmm. any solutions just yet. But before five forty-five, if we're gonna have a little uh, little action, little sprinkle, <laughs> figure it out before then. <laughs> All right, we'll keep an eye on the uh, the breaking NFL news um, and uh, what it all means for Vic Fangio to the Miami Dolphins at some point. We'll keep an eye on it. We'll keep you up to date as uh, as we find out more. This is the Hawk and Crowder Show. I'm thinking about <laughs> downloading this uh, TikTok. Hawk and Crowder. All right, now, I said this yesterday. I said it earlier in the show. Solana, do we have heat tickets to give away every day this week? Every day, Hawk. Every day we have a pair of heat tickets. Are you certain you've double-checked this? Every single day this week. I know it's incredible, but yes, every day. All right. Well, we have a pair of heat tickets right now. February 10th, Miami-Dade Arena. Who do they play, Solana? Do you know who they play? I believe it's the Houston Rockets. You check that? Yeah, Tracy McGrady, Yao Ming. Coming to Miami Data Arena. <laughs> All right. What caller number do you want to take for these tickets? Crowder? Mm, seven. All right. Lucky number seven. There we Even go. though Solana will say he's never heard of lucky number seven. <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorite segments of all time. <laughs> caller seven, 305-567-0560 is going to get a pair of tickets for Heat and Rockets, 10 at Miami-Dade Arena. Caller 7 right now, 305-567-0560. If you don't win the tickets today, we will have another pair tomorrow. Solana, you're sure? 
that we have another pair to give away tomorrow? Just I give me a thumbs up. Absolutely certain, Hawk. All right. Well, if you don't win them this time, you can win them tomorrow. Five o'clock Funky Buddha happy hour is just around the corner, so you do not want to go anywhere. You're listening to the Hawk and Crowder Show. Go suck an egg. Hawk and Crowder.